What is going on, senores y senores? Welcome on into tonight's Flyers game recap as we break down the Thursday night game against the Chicago Blackhawks, in which the Flyers did lose tonight four to one. And I know when people look at the standings and think of the Blackhawks, it's not what you know we all remember back in like 2010, right? It's not a it's not that good of a hockey team. You got some aging players, and it does seem like they're kind of trying to turn on turn the page and move forward in their next era, next chap Blackhawks hockey. Then they come into tonight. And in a game where it did feel like the majority of this kind of streak that they've been on, they've been playing really well uh, a little bit before New Year's, right? We remember that West Coast trip. And it did feel like that in the first period. And then in the second period, things just kind of unraveled here for the Flyers. They played uncharacteristic hockey. They suffered through some unlucky play as well. And unfortunately, they had to suffer through it. The magic was not here tonight. And unfortunately, as a gentleman, I'm here to tell you that that type of stuff does happen here in the NHL. I don't think we any of us expected the Flyers to be at this point right now. And I don't think anyone expected the Flyers to keep this pace as well. Now, I, I do see a, a where the Flyers can turn around and put together a couple good ga uh, games as, again. But this this is bound to happen, right? <laughs> this, this is the Flyers you're talking about. It's not the talented of a team. Torres has done a really good job of getting what he could, but... It just kind of is what it is, and you give kudos to Chicago Blackhawks who came into Philadelphia. By the way, I've turned it around a little bit. They look a little bit better over these past couple games. I think now in their last six games are five and one, considering this win tonight. Uh, the problem is, is that you gave the freaking Hawks their first win in Philly since 1996. Guys, I was two years old, and for a lot of people, especially here on TikTok, a lot of people weren't even alive during that time period. So for the first time since 1996, the Hawks got a home win, or sorry, an away win in Philly. Yikes. And of course, they they get the, they did get an important home win, or a important away win, in the, which at that time was probably the Wachovia Center, against the Flyers in the Stanley Cup Finals. Yes, I still remember that vividly, very vividly. Uh, real quick, I want to formally welcome everyone to tonight's Flyers game recap. We'll continue breaking down this game. But we do have YouTube, we got Facebook, we have Twitter, we have DSM Media, we have TikTok in the building. So welcome, everyone. Hope you have a great night. Flyers, as always. TikTok keeps smashing that screen away. Let's get some more Flyers fans, some more hockey fans in the building. Um, YouTube, the comment section is open here as well on TikTok. So if you watch this Flyers game, you're a Flyers fan, hockey fan in general, drop your comments in both sections, and we'll be answering those as the live portion goes on. I'm about to pop the link in the comment section here on YouTube. Um, in just a little bit, we'll allow some people to come in the show. If you guys watch tonight's game, you want to give us your thoughts, you guys are more than welcome to. Reminder, tonight's Flyers game recap is sponsored by Fly uh, by Flyers, by La Terrain Watches. Make sure, folks, if you are in the market for a brand-new watch, consider checking out La Terrain Watches. High-quality watches at a bargain price. Right now, when you use my promo code, Barcero Philly, at the checkout page, you'll receive 10% off of your purchase of a La Terrain watch. So, ladies and gentlemen, make sure you guys head on over to La Terrain. Check out this great deal. Check out the great stuff they have over there as well. And make sure you use the promo code Barcero Philly. Awesome stuff. YouTube comments are open, guys. What's going on, TikTok? How's everyone feeling here tonight? What's going on, Quincy? How we feeling? Uh, Quincy, stay tuned. Stay tuned tomorrow. Eagles game preview is tomorrow. We'll be discussing our thoughts on Saturday game tomorrow, so stay tuned for that. Tonight is Flyers game recap. However, if you have any Flyers questions, any hockey questions, we'll be answering those. Uh, I live at I live at home. I agree. Let's get the win on Saturday. Absolutely. 
JB3423, thank you so much for the follow. Welcome to the family. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Awesome, awesome stuff. All right, I do want to get into real quick. I, I want to just briefly touch upon the Provy situation because it's still running like crazy here. And it, it, I get it. You know, it's it's a it's a polarizing topic. It's a social issue. And so people still have their opinions and thoughts here today. Some, you know, some of people don't know how to just act like a human being with the situation. So, you know, it, it is what it is. You can't really control that. But at the end of the day, um, you know, if I offended you in some type of way, I do want to say I'm sorry, but I stand packed to what I said yesterday. I think a lot of people gathered my beliefs and in, in my belief in, in my support of, of the community of the LGBTQIA plus community and took that as of me attacking Ivan Provorov, where I strictly stated that I believe in, in freedom of speech. You know, I, I, I understand where Provorov is coming from and why he did that. But at the end of the day, he missed the bigger picture. And I simply stated that. And people took that the wrong way. People took me as me bashing Ivan Provorov. At the end of the day, I don't really care. But it is what it is. So at the end of the day, the bigger picture was it was about what the NHL and what the Flyers are trying to do. That's all I was trying to say. You know, Provy again, can do whatever he wants. He lives in America. He doesn't live in Russia anymore. He can do whatever he wants. But the fact of the matter is, teammates did this initiative. The rest of the league is doing this initiative, and Provery decided to not participate, and that's on him. And if you agree with Provorov, that you're that you're right, and it's my right not to agree with it either. And I, and I just want to leave it on that. At that, I, I it's it's a little frustrating because I'm enjoying Flyers hockey. It's been a lot of fun watching this hockey team play. It, it's it's not the best product, but it's watchable. And if you're sitting here and tell me over the last two years it's it's been watchable, I'm going to call you a liar because it really hasn't been. And to see, like, you look on Twitter, you look on TikTok, go look at my comment sections. They already tried. They already took down one of my posts. You look at you. You look at it. It's 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 ridiculous. Twenty within the twenty four hours, I, I I was I was invested. I'm all in. But after the ugly just behavior that I saw, I'm over. You know, I'm, I'm a Flyers fan before anything else, right? I have my beliefs. I'm never going to put that on anyone. But for Christ's sakes, let's get to the hockey. You know, it, tonight was frustrating because I thought overall it was 20 minutes of good hockey. And then the last 40 was was bad to, eh. They had some nice opportunities, but it was, eh. So we're going to leave it at that. We're not going to talk about the perfect situation. If you have your beliefs, that is what you have. We've already discussed it. And if you want to re-watch what we talked about, the live is right here on YouTube, right? Oyen Philly Sports, January 18th. Really, Ivan, respect the Sixers. You can watch it again. But I am put, I'm laying it. I'm, I'm stamping it right there. We're done with talking about Ivan Proveroff. And if you bring up something about Ivan Proveroff in that situation, I'm just going to move forward. So let's move forward here. All right, so let's get into this this game a little bit. I'm gonna start off with some of these here. Right? So your top line working for us centering James Van Reems like an Owen tipped. Second line, you have no Kate centering Joel Farabee and Travis Konechny. Your third line, Scott Lawton centering Kevin Hayes and Wade Allison. Your fourth line, Patrick Brown centering Nick Delorier and Zach McEwen. With your defensive pairings, Yvonne Proveroff with Cam York, 
Travis Sanheim with Tony D'Angelo, Nick Sealer with Rasmus Ristolainen. Actually got me thinking here now that I see that. Um, eesh, don't look at the, whatever you do. Do not look at the injury list. Yikes. Um, curious to see what happened, Justin Braun. I'll, I'll, I'll take a look at that tomorrow, but I'm um, curious to see where what's what's goody, what's goody with Justin Braun. But like we mentioned in this game, I really did feel like the Flyers throughout the first period looked like the better of the two teams. And 8.52 into the period, um, what a great play here by Morgan Frost. The Flyers doing a great job as per usual, coming from the defensive zone, getting into the offensive zone, and Morgan Frost, absolute great skate work, great job in the neutral zone, and then gets into the zone, gets goes unscathed, and he's a lefty, right? And he's growing, coming from right into the center. And he does a good put the puck right where he needs to go here uh, for Morgan Frost. And for Marzek, he had a solid game, but not much that he could do there. And it got the Flyers up early, one to nothing. And, you know, the Flyers, they had a couple more opportunities in that first period. Um, I mean, you had that crazy scramble at the end of that period. Uh, with, was it well, uh, was it Joel Farabee to connect me? And then Farabee comes back around. Uh, I, I think um, it was a Provolf had an opportunity as well. It was a crazy circumstance there. And unfortunately, the Flyers couldn't add another one. Second period is where things started going a little south here for the Flyers. Um, Jonathan Taze gets a great deflection, 951 into the period. Seth Jones, I'm going to talk about Seth Jones in just a minute. Seth Jones gets a shot right from the blue line, right, right-hand side. Jonathan Taze doing what he does best, just does a little great uh, misdirection, and that gets the game tied up one-to-one. And then six minutes later, Rastos for Selena with a terrible clearance out of the zone, and um, the the boss were able to capitalize, and he comes Reese Johnson streaking down. Uh, Rast was able to get a, a stick on the puck, but not much that he can do there, and that uh, would put the, the Blackhawks up two to one. And then you're thinking to yourself, all right, well, it's two to one. We're going to the third period. This team plays really well in the third period. Let's take this damn game. Well, in the first minute, the Hawks come crashing down on the Flyers' defense in Carter Hart. And Tyler Johnson, at the right place at the right time, puts the rebound right past Carter Hart, and it's a 3-1 game. And at that moment, I'll be honest with you guys, I really felt like, okay, this may not be the Flyers' night, right? Just because in the beginning, from the second start of the second period to that moment, it just didn't feel like things were going the right way. There was a couple of circumstances where the Flyers had opportunities, more than one opportunity, mad scrambles, and they could not get it in. Now, Matt Mrazek, you want to give him his, you want to give him his props, some credit, his dues for sure. But you know, he's he's, he's no Corey Crawford, he's no Mark Andre Fleury, two goaltenders that they've had in Chicago before. And it just it just really it just one of it was one of those nights where things were just not falling, and we've seen that happen plenty of times. And those type of games are bound to happen. Uh, Phillips Kersherev gets the empty netter, right? You know, and you see Tony D'Angelo. He gets the the Kersherev uh, shot takes a little bit of a deflection off Tony D's stick, and Tony D just <laughs> he takes it out on his stick, right? He's upset that they lost, and you that's why you love Tony D. That's why you bring Tony D in here because he's an emotional guy, and he's not going to take losses. This was a frustrating loss for sure. When you think about the way this Flyers team has been playing, the run that they have been on, 
Um, and especially when it comes to teams like the Blackhawks, they typically, especially during this run, have taken care of business. And the Blackhawks, listen, they're, they've been hot on their own, 4-1 and one, heading into this game. They came into Philly looking for a win. And it does help when you have Patrick Kane, Jonathan Taze, and oh, by the way, I went the heck, when the heck did Tyler Johnson go to Chicago? But when you have players like that, you have a chance. Still a young team, yet they still got some solid talent, and that's what you saw here tonight. But I don't think that, I think on another night, the Flyers would have won. And I do think that these type of games are what this team kind of does need. You always need to be grounded, right? You always need to be humbled, especially when you've done nothing like the Flyers have. They won a couple games, yeah, but they haven't. Um, it's unfortunate because you do get that quick start, like we talked about with that Morgan Frost goal. But overall, they were flying. They were controlling the pace of this damn game. Um, they were flying up and down the ice. They got two power play opportunities. Could not capitalize on those again. Um, you know, and you move forward into the game. Things did get a little sloppy. You look at the play the second period. Things certainly got a little sloppy, and they got unlucky, like we mentioned. All those miss opportunity, all those misses. Um, it, it just that was just unluckiness, in my honest opinion. Um, and of course, this is just bound to happen. Uh, one thing to, to look at here so Carter Hart gets a start in net, right? And he obviously gets the loss here tonight. Not too much you can do here, right? Like the first goal, like Jonathan Taze, dude, that's Jonathan Taze. I don't know what else to say. That's just what he does. The second goal, like, dude, you can't have those turnovers, like, you can't turn the puck over. In your zone, you can't just you can't do that. And so you put Carter Hart in a in a terrible, terrible spot. And the same thing on that third goal. Like, where was the energy going into that third period? The Blackhawks certainly brought it. And they were not looking to they were not going to lose on the night. But it does rate it does listen. We do need to talk about the goaltending position because now Felix Sandstrom played seven games down in and down in Lehigh Valley. So either the Flyers bringing them up and bring Urson down or they go through waivers and they can potentially sign them back. It's a tricky, tricky spot because now, like, I, again, like this is a, this is the crazy part about the season is you have a goaltending issue. You have three solid guys. Obviously, to me, Carter Hart, he's your starting goaltender, and you're not taking him away from that. But Urson is 5 and 0 in his five starts. Or was it yeah, 5 and well, I guess they don't technically count the Hurricanes. Regardless, his numbers are really good this year. He's taking advantage of his opportunities. Sancho solid. he's also playing well in Lehigh Valley. So what do the Flyers do with this Colton? I don't even know what to do cuz I've never dealt with this as a fan. <laughs> but it's definitely something to keep an eye out for. And you know, for the folks that are in favor of putting or starting Urson over Carter Hart. Just relax. I mean, just look at the quality opponents that Urson has to go up against compared to what Carter Hart has to go up against. And look, the Blackhawks, I feel like they are trying to tank a little bit, obviously, because they're trying to move forward. And you hear the rumors or they're looking to part ways with Patrick Kane and, and Jonathan Taze. Like that is certainly bound to happen. But that's certainly going to take some time as well. And obviously, um, I guess they're built, trying to hope to build around Tyler Johnson. 
and possibly uh, Seth Jones as well. But that's that that was a that's a that's a team that's slowly starting to figure it out. I know it's been a while in the season, and they may be looking to trade pieces away. But you know, at least they got their young players starting to believe a little bit. Um, let me look up. I do want to bring up um this great stat by our man Jordan Hall. Man, Jordan Hall is one of the best reporting on the fire. She's one of my favorites. There's a lot of good ones like we talk about all the time. But um, he's one of the best. So I'm going to pull this stat up here on Twitter, here on YouTube, so you guys can see it. If you guys want to check it out here, we are live here on YouTube as well, TikTok. But you can definitely stay on there. Keep dropping your comments, TikTok. Keep smashing the screen away, guys. Tap, tap, tap. In. All right. So it's, uh, per Jordan Hall, very important stat here. So this was before tonight's game. Still prevalent. Scott Law, and in his last 20 games, has 20 points. Eight goals, 12 assists, and he's a plus or he's a plus five. Guys, that's a point a game. That's pretty damn good. Eight, seven strength goals, six power play. Or sorry, his point distributions, eight on the even strength, six on the power play, and six on the shorthand. Remember, the Flyers have been really good on those shorthand goals. They have a lot of goals um, on the shorthand, excuse me, which has helped their power kill or the penalty kill uh, numbers as well. But definitely an interesting stat line here that we need to keep into mind. With Scott Law, because throughout this run of form that the Flyers have been on, you know, you hear Morgan Foss, who, by the way, again, another great game. He's now this is back to back games with goals. He's really, really coming along well, and it's really great to see. You hear about Owen Tippett. Of course, Travis Connect is the one guy that you really do hear about a lot, but you don't hear a lot about Scott Law. And the one, the beauty about Scotty Law is he really does a little bit of everything. He does the dirty work, he gets guys into the game. He's great at creating for others, and I, I think that that's what makes things go flow so well. That who's ever on his line right now, for the most part, it's Kevin Hayes, Wade Allison. You see no one tip it on the line with him. You've seen Travis connect on the line with him, and you see how those guys kind of reciprocate to it. There's a reason why there's that big fat A on his sweater, right? So I think Sky Waltz deserves some of his respects. You know, think about it, if he was on like a championship caliber team, he'd be a really good role player of everything that he really does and whatever we need of him he does it it just sucks that he's on this iteration of the flyers because definitely definitely could use him it is funny that uh we saw seth jones here tonight now i don't know if you guys remember not this past off season but the previous off season we were in on seth jones and it was rumored um i believe popeye oh, is he still here in philly so at one point, uh, Popeye Jones was an assistant coach with the Sixers. Now, if you don't know who Popeye Jones is, um, former uh, NBA player, and his son, obviously Seth Jones, who plays for the uh, Hawks, we played here tonight. And it does look like... Wow. Okay. So it looks like he's now with the Nuggets. So he was with the Sixers for two seasons, and now he's with the Denver Nuggets as an assistant coach. Now, if I'm going, if I'm rewinding correctly, going back to last year, Seth Jones was considering making a move to Philly. Now, obviously, it was a trade, so it would it would have it would have been a trade package with Columbus and Philadelphia. Well, you know, it was rumored, and then. 
he heard out of nowhere that Seth Jones said no to the Flyers. He was out. He wasn't interested. For whatever reason it was, we don't know. But he chose the Blackhawks over the Flyers. So I'm like, all right, whatever. You know, it's not the end of the world that you're not coming here. But you're picking the Hawks over the Flyers? So maybe he was right in in picking that move. I guess we got to ask ourselves this. Because what it really came down to was Seth Jones or Ryan Ellis. Because think about it. Right after that, the Flyers then go engage in the trade with Nashville to go get Ryan Ellis. So what would you rather have? Seth Jones or Ryan Ellis? Now, I guess I also would have to look at that Seth Jones move. Uh, what did the Blackhawks have to give up for Seth Jones? And obviously, listen, Seth's still pretty young. Um, so they're going to have him there for a couple years. At the time, you know, I was like, all right, whatever you go. And then I so we get we get um we get Ryan Ellis, and I'm all excited again. But you know, you look at it now and it's like, holy crap, maybe I would have wanted Seth Jones over Ryan Ellis. But um the black the blue jackets received a first round pick and a second round pick in the 21 2021 NHL draft. Um, and a first round pick in the 2022 or 2023 NHL draft for Seth Jones. So that's what the Blue Jackets received for Mr. Seth Jones. So, yeah, I mean, it's definitely a bigger package than what you did uh, for Ryan Ellis, that is for sure. But when you consider the fact that Ryan Ellis has played for you a total of, what, five games in two seasons, and Seth Jones is starting night in and night out for the Chicago Blackhawks, you know, makes you makes you think twice. Eric Wisniewski, appreciate you coming in here. Absolutely. So you're taking Seth Jones over Ryan Ellis. <laughs> Absolutely, man. We got Niners fans in the field. Sharks fan. It's a real question. Uh, I know. I know that. Yeah, definitely. I know that. Definitely check out my thoughts tomorrow. We'll talk about Eagles and Giants tomorrow for sure, man. We'll talk about that. Uh, first Union Center in ninety. It was ninety six. Did they call that? When did it become Wachovia? I'm curious. But Philly speaks facts. That's pretty dope, man. That's pretty dope that you pull that out, brother. Philly King, let's go. What's happening, man? Uh, crazy dynamic. Frost looking good. Like looking really good, man. Looking really good. Back to back goals. I'm like honestly, I'm still thinking about that goal he had yesterday where he decides to pick up what JVR was putting down and hits the between the legs. Dude, that was sick. That was sick. I like that one. I do. All right, let's look at these stats here this season, guys. Pulling these up right now. But, yeah, he's really playing well this year. All right, so didn't want to go to NHL.com. All right, so this year, Morgan Frost, uh, 44 games uh, played. He's got nine goals, 12. It's good for 21 points. So he's looking really good, man. Awesome, awesome stuff. All right, hold up. You guys got some great questions. I appreciate that. Ethan, God bless you, man. God bless you. I'll be praying for you, man. Uh, T-minus-111, if you want to uh, come back tomorrow for Eagles Eagles Talk Live or previewing the Giants game, definitely, definitely, definitely come on in. Will, I can't, I, I, I can't call truce, man. <laughs> I can't call truce now. <laughs> I literally said it's the last time we're talking about it because everyone's talking about it. So, you know, trying to do by, trying to do by everybody, man. 
Uh, Roger Rabbit, I would rather be at the bottom of the Delaware River than wear any other gear besides the Flyers. Let's go. That's right, Philly Nation. Flyers all day. Hey, we got a Frankfurt. A guy from Frankfurt. All right. Oh, Philly Nation, take care of Paxton Aronson. You know, he's, he's the son of here. Thanks for the follow. I love that. You know what? I do love that. That's pretty sick, man. We got fan. We got Philly sports fans all the way out in Frankfurt. I love that. Appreciate the follow, man. What's up, Drew? How you feeling, man? Poseidon goes, ill the Flyers. Well, Poseidon, who's your team? You can't just say ill the Flyers and not represent your squad. Come on now. Uh, brotherly love. Uh, I haven't watched a Flyers game in about 15 years. They lose too much. Um, I'd have to say I do feel bad for you. I really do. Blake, thanks so much for the follow, man. Awesome, awesome stuff. Uh, bro, the team is sold. Um, nah, see, listen. First off, Dylan, it's really good seeing you, man. I really do miss you, brother. Really dope seeing you. It's not as old as you think. I mean, I get why you say that because you see Taze, you see Patrick Kane. The only reason why they have those players is because they locked them into some ridiculous contracts. They can't get out of them. But the rumor is that they are looking to part ways at the trade deadline. Um, but it's still overall a young team. You just have a couple old stalwarts. Jack Johnson. Dude, I can't believe that Jack fucking Johnson is still in the NHL. That, to me, is wild. And the fact that there are so many Jack Johnson in this country, that is also wild. But, dude, this man has been all over the damn league. Chicago, L.A., Columbus. Dude, he's got like multiple Stanley Cups too. Quietly, no one ever talks about that either. And it is freaking remarkable. But he comes from, where is it? The 2005 draft. I'm pretty sure this was the Crosby draft. But dude, no. We, okay, here we go. Dude, just look at the top five picks. Sidney Crosby. Number one overall, Bobby Ryan, shouts Cherry Hill. Number two overall, Jack Johnson went to Carolina. Three overall, um, Bigno Pulo, uh, Puluit, I believe he was he was actually a solid player for a couple years. He hasn't played in the league for a minute, but he was a solid player. And then you got fifth, and fifth overall, you got Carey Price, dude. That's a solid uh, draft class here. Uh, Anze Kopitar goes 11. Mark Stahl goes 12. Tuka Rask goes 21. It's a good draft. TJ Oshie, 24th. Andrew Cagliano, 25th. There you go, Matt Niskanen. There's there's Provy's boy. He's going 28th overall to Dallas. What a crazy draft class, man. We got Rangers fans. We got Penguins fans. Go Birds! I love Nah, Ed. Nah, uh, nah, Skippy, Skippy. Ed Snyder, man, he rest in peace, man. He did his time, man. He did his time. It's just 2011. Dude, it, it's just, but besides Taze, Kane, and Johnson, it's a really young team. Uh, Scott Lawn was never meant to be a top six guy or roster forces him to be. Yeah, you know, Skippy, you are 100% right, man. But he's, he's really, he's playing well, man. He's playing well. You got to give him props, man. A lot of teams were on Seth Jones. A lot of teams dodged a bullet. Yeah, but, I mean, if you're a Flyers fan, Seth Jones or Ryan Ellis? 
I know it's kind of hard to look at it back in 2020, 2021, whatever that was. But, I mean, Seth Jones or Ryan Ellis? What's up, Eric? How you feeling, man? Uh, Seth Jones' contract's unmovable. Yeah, man. Blue Jackets fleeced. Listen, they're turning it around. Frost is averaging around the same points as Farabee, which is disappointing in both ways. I don't know what's up with Farabee, man. I, I really don't. I do feel like his play looks better than the beginning of the year. I don't know if it was the injury, but yeah, man, you're not wrong. You're not lying. He's definitely his form has definitely dipped a little bit. I, I can't I can't pinpoint what it is, man. Um, Skippy, so right now we have TikTok and we have YouTube open. I'm trying to get to everyone's TikTok's comments here, man. I don't want to I don't want to miss anyone here, man. Just give me one second. No way Sam Erson does not stay with the Flyers. Okay, but here's the thing, right? So Erson, Sandstrom, and Hart. But you can't have all three in Philly. And Sandstrom can't play anymore in H. Either you gotta wave him and then pick him back up with, with the with the Phantoms. But you're really in a tough spot here. I, I do think that you gotta, unfortunately, you're gonna have to wave Sandstrom and hope that he comes back. Erson is earned, right? He's at least earned to stay in Philly. So it's a tough spot, man. Definitely a tough spot. Imagine if we had Ryan Allison. Woulda, coulda, shoulda, man. I mean, it's kind of like when we were in 2020 with the birds. You know, what if this, what if such and such player stayed healthy? What if this player stayed, you know, it's it's hindsight 2020. You can't really control injuries. Uh, I'm on Ellis considering the contracts. <laughs> Dude, listen, Skippy, I appreciate that. That means you guys are commenting and you guys have given some good comments besides some of the you know, the bigots earlier on, but listen, we, we appreciate it. And I, I appreciate you, Skippy. Thank you so much, man. You know, Skippy for that, man. We appreciate that, brother. We appreciate that. Thank you so much, Skippy. Awesome. Awesome stuff. All right. Ellis on this team is more irrelevant than when Paul Coffey was on the team. <laughs> That's a good stuff. That's a good stuff. Um, Eric says, I would not give up that many picks for Jones and Flyers current situation. Uh, and who's, Eric, that's the million-dollar question, right, buddy? Who starts on Sunday? Uh, so you have Urson start on Tuesday against the Ducks. So what do you do Saturday? I mean, you're going to be in Detroit. You're going to be on the road. Um, let me actually pull up. Let me pull up the Flyers next couple games, not just Saturday, which I'm mistaken. I thought that the Flyers were going to be in Philly on Saturday, but apparently they're going to be in Detroit. Yeah, they're going to be in Detroit. So – uh, Saturday in Detroit, they're going to come back on Sunday. Oh, the back-to-backs. Why would you do that? It's hockey, not basketball. But Sunday, you got a back. So you got a back-to-back Saturday and Sunday. Sunday, they're back in Philly against the Jets at seven. Then on Tuesday, so yeah, I would go. Um, I'd go Carter Hart Saturday, Urson Sunday, and then go back to uh, Carter Hart on on uh, on Tuesday. I mean, listen. If the schedule, I mean, definitely on a back-to-back, I wouldn't start a goalie um, back-to-back days, but definitely uh, would look to see to start um, Mr. Erson. I'll see him. Yeah, we're going to hop on out as well, guys. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning on in again. The Flyers fall 4-1 to the uh, Chicago Blackhawks, and we're off to play the Detroit Red Wings. Thanks so much for watching, ladies and gentlemen. Make sure you guys hit that like button. Subscribe for more Philly sports. We're available where we stream podcasts as well. From Apple, Google, and Spotify. Find us under Oin Philly Sports. 
And a reminder, ladies and gentlemen, we are sponsored by Lots of Rain Watches. Make sure you guys check out Lots of Rain and make sure you guys use the promo code BARCELOPHILLY at the checkout page for 10% off. Ladies and gentlemen, I go by the name of El Barcelo Philly, and I'm telling you guys, let's go Flyers. Talk to you guys soon. <laughs>